From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Andrea from HRD, a leadership development company. Andrea, it's really nice to have you on. Hey, Brad. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for offering this forum for leaders to learn from each other. Absolutely. I'm really excited for today's discussion to kick us off. Can you tell me a bit about yourself as well as your company and who you guys are and what you're doing? Yeah. So I'm the CEO of HRD. We are a leadership development company and our mission is to help leaders be the best of themselves so that they get the best of their teams. We absolutely know that leadership development is self-development. So we don't provide training. We facilitate growth experiences, helping leaders explore their natural strengths, their natural talents figure out what way they want to model so that they can best energize, connect with, and motivate their teams to get the results that they want to get. I love it. That's awesome. So what does a typical client look like for you guys? Can you give an example of that? Yeah, we work with mid and large organizations and our engagements, while they vary, given the uniqueness of the industries and the businesses we serve, The things that they all have in common is all of the growth experiences happen over time with focus on the leadership skills that organization is really focused on. There's a lot of psychological safety in the process because that's when growth happens and guards come down. And then we always build in accountability, follow-up, check-in, really struggling through the growth process with our clients. So typical engagements vary from six to nine months. We partner really closely with internal stakeholders, typically depending on size, the C-suite or internal talent, HR leaders, really coming alongside, helping to accomplish their goals. A lot of them post-pandemic are upskilling or reskilling, building leadership capability in new ways to support the pivots within their business. And so we are like, we are growth experts. We're facilitators and coaches. And so we, we help to empower that growth. I also know that having been a business leader for many years, having done this work as an executive coach for many years, businesses don't grow, people do. And so anytime there's a shift in the business, it's okay. What within our people resources needs to shift or change? And how can we empower and enable that? How can we tap into the natural potential That is what my team is really good at doing. I love it. That's amazing. How did you get into this space? What's your story? Yeah. Isn't it interesting when you reflect back and always when you look back, you can see, oh, it was all very purposeful, wasn't it? Even if it didn't seem like it. I consider my 25-year career at this point, I consider I bucket it into three phases. And phase one, right out of graduate school, I have an undergrad psych degree and a graduate degree in human resource development. So I started my career in HR and learned so much about business and people development and HR really enabling a business to grow. I saw really strong HR and talent leaders. I saw a lot of what doesn't work well. And I realized really quickly that When HR leaders are proactive and equipping leaders, a lot of the employee relations issues and the business issues disappear because business challenges are typically leadership challenges. And so very early in my career, I gravitated to the proactive development, potential eliciting side of HR and talent. And so 
early jobs in my career led in a leadership and development function. And I served as, as a facilitator and internal trainer for organizations. And then I went into consulting. So after working for a global organization for several years, like learning the business, learning people and talent opportunities, I joined a consulting business where I got to do that work for lots of organizations. And that was fun. I, when I started with the business, there were just a couple of us and we grew the business to 20 team members, global business, supporting large organizations. And I really fell in love with consulting operations. I really, I'm a natural salesperson. I tend to be really passionate and, and visionary. And so I'm, I naturally can lead people to a new possibility. And so I had a lot of fun growing that business and realized there that I would really love to run a business doing this work at some point. But phase three then of my career was internal. Before I led HRD, I was actually asked to lead a national sales organization, their HR and talent function. And it was the first time I had led at an executive level reporting up to a board. So I learned a lot. I know that I'm a stronger CEO and business leader because of that experience, but it was hard. <laughs> it was an organization where the CEO espoused a set of values that he did not model. And so I really struggled with him, but that pressing in to trying to figure that out and made me a stronger leader in the process. So I'm so grateful for it. And then six years ago, I was asked to lead HRD. The founders of HRD it was a business that was started in 1996. So it's been around for a long time. And the founders were retiring and said, hey, you've consulting, HR and talent. You have a strong brand and reputation. Would you want to run our business? And so I've been doing that since since 2017, which is hard to believe. That's amazing. That's what led me to where I am today. Very cool story. I love it. So what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs and leaders out there when it comes to growing a company? Growing a company. Yeah. If I look back on the business in 2017 versus the business today, the thing that I think we have done well that I'm most proud of is focus. Focus equals growth. When I joined the business, we were trying to be good at a lot of things. It's hard to be good at a lot of things. And so we got really clear what differentiates us? What are our core competencies? And we doubled down on those. Now I always, we've rebranded over the last couple of years to HRD, a leadership development company. Because when I joined the business in 2017, we were doing career transition. We were we had a people operations function. And so again, we were doing a lot of things. We were also doing leadership development, but there was some confusion in the market around who are you all and what do you do and how are you all aligned? And so over the last six years, we've peeled off parts of our business so that today our sole focus is leadership development and we have five signature solutions. So we, they are proven growth experiences. We have evidence of their success. So it's much easier to market and sell that because the, that is the thing that we do really well. So focus equals growth is a big learning. I love that. What did that process of getting focus look like? How did you decide, okay, let's focus in this direction versus this direction or that direction? Yeah. It's a great question. And when I look back on the 90 day plan that I submitted to our owners, there's reference in there to HR transi HRD transitioning to a leadership development business. So 
I had this instinctual response right out of the gate. That was the direction that we needed to go. But I had a large team that I needed to rally around that idea. And I was also so new to the business. It wouldn't have made sense to pivot so quickly. And it took four years in order to fully make the pivot. It's also really hard to let go of revenue streams. And we had some legacy clients who... There was a lot of revenue being generated by work outside of talent development, leadership development. So it it was certainly a process over time. Our strategic planning efforts really helped with that. Every year there would be, okay, what can we do this year? Until ultimately we just had to rip off the Band-Aid. And what's really interesting is every time that we have let go of some potential revenue, we have grown as a result. I believe wholeheartedly as a business leader that where, you know, where your attention goes, energy flows. And so because we're focusing on really upping our skill and our abilities to lead leadership growth experiences, like it's gotten clearer in the market. That's what we're good at. We have evidence now of that. And so, of course, because of that focus, there's been growth. I love that. I think the, in the same way, I've tried to really focus on what are we doing and what are we not? And we'll try experiments, but then we'll look at the results and be like, hey, are we headed in this direction or do we close this experiment off and keep our focus? So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Focus equals growth. I think, and maybe this is a question that's coming, you know, What's interesting now, so now I would say we're two and a half years into this this focus. 2022 was the best year in the history of our business. And I do attribute a lot of that growth, again, to our focus on this is what we do. I have said no so many times, but I think it's easier to say no to something when you have a bigger yes. I'm equipped to say no because I know what we're really good at and there's confidence in that. And I don't want to take energy away from what we are good at and the opportunity to serve clients more in those ways. But what's interesting now, two and a half years in is we, so we have these signature solutions that we have, like I said, we we've delivered hundreds of times and we have really great evidence of their success because of the metrics we put in place to track growth over time. We can see based on those markers that growth is happening. What's interesting is the team members that are facilitating those experiences are wanting to do new things, to do different things. And so it's this balance between a solution that works with customization and team members being able to make it their own. That's the tension that I'm feeling right now in the business is how to balance that. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think you want to double down on what's working, but you don't want to kill the creativity of let's try new ideas. You got it. That's it. Yeah. So just yesterday, we had a conversation as a team about protecting what's working well and keeping that like that engine running and allowing opportunities. I think those things can coexist. And I I believe as a leader of a business, transparency is key, Right. So I'm very open with the team about the tension points and the challenges that I'm seeing and asking for their support with that. How can we balance that? That's so far that's worked well. Absolutely. Let's talk about LinkedIn content, podcasts, all this. Obviously you're big on all this stuff. How does that impact what you're doing in the business? 
Yeah, I think it's really important. Leadership development is self-development. And I mentioned our mission earlier, equipping leaders to be the best of themselves, to get the best of their teams. Well, our vision is very aspirational. We absolutely believe that we are changing the world one leader at a time because every single leader that we coach or facilitate through a growth experience, we know that the ripple impact of that is huge. That's impacting their home life, their community, wherever they go. They're taking those things that they're learning about themselves, their newfound confidence. And so because I believe so much, it's easy for me to talk about it and promote it on social. LinkedIn is a is just a platform for us to connect with leaders, to uplift leaders. Leadership is hard. People are exhausted. And so I want to be a light. I want to put out good, inspiring content to, to remind people like, hey, you may be in the midst of a shitty situation, but you get to choose how to respond to this shitty situation. So take some time to breathe, to reflect on what way you're modeling right now, to reflect on what it is you want. Imagine the possibilities of what could be. We get so stuck in the muck of what is. And part of having integrity as a leader is having the courage to push yourself out of the muck of what is to imagine the possibilities of what could be. But that takes courage and that takes discipline. So that I got off a little bit on a tangent, but I just wanted to share a bit of my my heart around using LinkedIn because I I hear a lot of leaders say things like, gosh, I just it feels too promotional for me or social media is getting such a bad rap right now. And I just don't want to I don't want to spend hours getting sucked in. And I, I don't look at it that way. That's not how I use it. I use it as a forum to uplift and inspire. And in turn, like I'm uplifted and inspired as I do that. I love that. What's one thing you wish you had known when you first became a CEO that you know now? Oh, gosh. I wish I would have known that there's not a CEO who has it figured out. <laughs> that every single day is a learning opportunity. And yeah, in being transparent that you don't know, I think that humility creates an openness and a connectedness with your team. Absolutely related to that, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would that be? Go for it. Why, why not? Life, life is meant to be created. So follow through on dreams and ideas that really inspire and lift you up. Why not? And if you could offer one piece of advice to your industry or your customers as a whole, what would it be? Stop calling leadership development training. <laughs> I know I sound like a broken record, don't I? I think that little shift could go a long way. Encourage your leaders in your business to participate in growth experiences and then create growth experiences. We're all growing every single day. So let's formalize that a bit with enhanced accountability, with some really good focus, with psychological safety, creating safe places for leaders to struggle together, because that's when growth happens. And over time, over time, growth takes time. Absolutely. And just reiterate the point, what's the difference between leadership development and training? There is definitely a place for training. When I was learning to drive a car, I had some specific training. There are some specific skills that I needed to take on. Leadership development, because it's self-development, it is an exploration process. 
it, there are certainly some hard skills that are a part of it, but it is the majority of leadership development is messy. And because it's about me and who I am and unpacking all of the patterns of behavior that don't serve me well. And so that, that happens most, most effectively over time when I'm in an environment where it's safe for me to unpack those things, for me to talk about, you know what, when I responded to my team this way, it didn't help. Like just being able to admit that, process that, talk through that, like that's the difference because it requires an environment that's nurturing and open, which is why we talk about leadership development as a growth experience that happens over time. Absolutely. Well, Andrea, it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining today and sharing all your wisdom and insights. Yes. Thank you, Brad. So good to be here. Thanks for the work you're doing. Absolutely.